You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. And a good afternoon, the Tuesday edition here on Listen Up. Grant Napier, thanks very much for joining me and Boy, the news uh, coming at us fast and furious uh, 24 hours ago as I was talking to you. Uh, John Gruden was still the coach of the Raiders. And then some three hours later, uh, the New York Times came out with their story and other emails. Speaking of other emails, the NFL Players Association said today that they plan to request that the National Football League release the remainder of the 650,000 emails that had been reviewed as part of the investigation into the misconduct in the workplace of the Washington football team. So stay tuned for that. This story probably is just at the tip of the iceberg. That's what I would think, you know. Um, But what happened yesterday and i said this when i was talking on listen app and i said this on my podcast based on what information we had at the time i thought that the reaction was overboard as it related to gruden but then when the other emails came out not overboard at all you know and it's not cancel culture it's not it, it doesn't even fit close into that narrative john gruden has no one to blame but himself period he has no one to blame but himself. So when you look at this story, uh, more is going to come out here is what I'm trying to say. More is going to come out. There is no question about that. I mean, again, I, I really believe that this is the tip of the iceberg. So You know, we'll see. And there have now been other players that have stepped up. I know that Aaron Rodgers was on the uh, Pat McAfee show today on Sirius XM, said he doesn't feel like, you know, those are opinions that are shared by the players. He said, I feel like in the locker room, it's a close-knit group of guys, and we don't treat people differently based on the way they talk, where they're from, what they're into, what they look like. Uh, And I'm proud of that. Rodgers also said, hopefully we can all as a league learn and grow from this. And hopefully it puts people on notice who have some of those same opinions. Like, hey, man, it's time to grow and evolve and change and connect about that blank doesn't fly. Mike Tomlin said this, and he was with John Gruden on his staff for four seasons in Tampa. 
quote, I'm saddened for the Raiders organization. I'm saddened for the people who were offended by it. I'm saddened for Coach Gruden. It's a sad commentary. That's the only opinion I care to share at this juncture. So, you know, we'll see. But I'm just telling you, there's a lot more, a lot more that's going to come out. Jay Gruden, John's brother, former coach of Washington, said, quote, John has already apologized. He never meant to hurt anyone, obviously. He said he's done a lot of great things for the National Football League and ESPN alike. And I like to let him handle his business. But I'm always here for his support like he's always there when I needed it in a time of crisis. He'll bounce back in a big way. He always has and always will. He will not bounce back from this. Jay also said, we understand when you take this job that things aren't private when you think they're private. He loves the NFL. He's very passionate about the NFL. He's done so many great things for so many different kinds of people in the NFL, coaches, players, front office, people he's helped along the way, high school players, high school coaches, college coaches. He's been an incredible influence for this to bring him down is unfortunate. It's brutal. Those are the comments uh, from Jay Gruden. What do you think? Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and I'll put you on. What do you think about this Gruden story? I'm telling you, there's a lot more that's coming out. I mean, if you if if the 650,000 emails are released, and again, I, I don't know how that works, but if they are, I'll tell you, there are probably a lot of people shaking in their boots right now, I would think. 650,000 emails? I mean, that's that's unbelievable. So, again, if you want to talk about that, uh, hit that hand icon. We'll put you right on. Other big news today, and I really give a big round of applause to Sean Marks and the Brooklyn Nets. They've had enough of Kyrie Irving. Sean Marks said that Kyrie Irving will not be with the team. Again, Irving is not vaccinated, he, which means that he has not complied with the New York City's COVID-19 vaccine mandate. And the Nets said they had no choice. Mark said that he has a choice to make, and he made his choice. And then Mark said, again, my job here is to make what we deem as the best decision and best choices for the organization moving ahead as a whole. They're not always ones that are going to be met with open arms and a thumbs up. These are hard decisions, just like I'm sure it wasn't easy for Kyrie either to have to make that decision to not be around his teammates. Well, I don't think that's hard for Irving at all. He blew off his teammates three different times last year. And I don't think it's a hard decision at all. I think Sean Marks is just saying that, so it sounds good. It's actually a very easy decision. It's not a hard decision at all. Part-time availability and that it would be welcome back once he complied with the mandate in New York City. Now, don't feel totally bad for Irving because the Nets are still going to pay him for road games. How much does Kyrie Irving, or excuse me, uh, how much does Kyrie Irving make? $350,000 a game. So that means if he doesn't play at all this year, for the 41 home games, now think about that, for the 41 home games, 
Kyrie Irving will be giving up $350,000 a game. How about that? Because he doesn't want to get vaccinated. He's going to give up $350,000 a game. Must be nice, huh? Can you imagine? Seriously, playing a freaking game, getting paid 350000 for every game that you play, and all you need to do is get a vaccine and you don't want to do it. But that's that's Kyrie Irving for you. I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. Baseball, the Astros lead, bottom eight over Chicago. So there's two outs. They're four outs away from advancing to the ALCS against the Red Sox. How about that game last night? Giants and Dodgers, a thrilling one nothing game. Brandon Crawford with the play of the game, uh, leaping high to save a sure RBI from Mookie Betts. And the Giants hold on. And now if they win tonight, they advance against the winner of Milwaukee and Atlanta. They're playing currently in the bottom of the second inning. I would love to hear from you, though. For those of you that are listening, I appreciate you joining me here on Listen App. Give me your thoughts on this Gruden story. Where, where are you here? And I, I'd love to hear from you. So raise your hand, hit that hand icon, and I'll put you on, and uh, we will definitely uh, talk about it. Uh, hockey starts tonight. Can you believe that? The National Hockey League begins tonight. And the Seattle Kraken start their run, their franchise, game one against the Vegas Golden Knights. So Seattle opening up the season in Vegas, the National Hockey League beginning tonight. How about that? And then we're what? A week away from the start of the NBA season. And then we'll be going full force with the NFL, with college football, and everything else that is uh, going on. And will we be talking about a San Francisco Giants, either Houston or Boston, World Series? Wouldn't it be something to have Dusty Baker manage the Astros against a team that he almost took the distance in the World Series, San Francisco. How great would that storyline be? Houston, again, leading Chicago in the uh, bottom of the eighth by the score of 7-1. to one. So if they hold on, again, they will advance uh, against Boston. Boston making quick work of Tampa after losing game one. They bounce back and win three games uh, in a row. But again, hit that hand icon. Raise your hand if you want to come on. Tell me what you think about the John Gruden story. And if you're like me, do you think there's going to be a lot more information coming out, not only on Gruden, but I think with others as well, uh, as it pertains to the Washington football team? I don't think there's any doubt about it. Like, I, I don't think there is any doubt about it at all. And what what do you think is going to happen with Kyrie Irving? You think Irving is going to change his mind the way Andrew Wiggins did? You think Irving's going to say, you know what? I, I just need to get it over with and get my shot. Now, of course, I believe he'd still be ineligible for a while. But, again, it doesn't surprise me with Kyrie Irving. It doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, is anybody surprised that this is all about Kyrie? You know, it's always about Irving. It's never about the team. It's always, always, always 
about Kyrie Irving. Do you see what Keyshawn Johnson said about John Gruden? You hear? You see what he said? He went on today, and I mean, this is pretty amazing. He said, quote, he was on a uh, radio show, ESPN Radio, quote, he's always been a fraud to me. How about that? He's always been a fraud to me. From day one, he's been a used car salesman, and people bought it. How about that? How about that? Talk about, you know, some comment by Keyshawn Johnson. Again, man, this dude is a fraud. You all don't seem to understand he's selling you on something and you're buying it. He's been doing that for years, talking behind people's backs. That was one of his traits in Tampa. Johnson said that After they won the Super Bowl, Johnson, by the way, was a head case too. That general manager, Rich McKay, left in the middle of the season to go take another job with another team because he didn't want to be around John Gruden. I believe that. I've heard that about Gruden. But he said if he's talking behind people's back, that's one of his traits in Tampa. He was doing that a lot. Quote, I was never Gruden's guy. He never liked me. I told him I'd rather retire than play for him in 2014. You know, again, Johnson is a guy that is uh, a huge underachiever in his NFL career. That doesn't mean he's not entitled to his opinions, and it doesn't mean he's not right. But I'd rather have somebody else other than Keyshawn Johnson come out and say that. That's just my opinion. So, again, if you want to get on, hit that hand icon, and uh, we will do it. We will do it. Your thoughts on the news of the day. Gruden, Kyrie Irving, not going to be with the Nets because the Nets say no. You got baseball, you've got hockey, and next week, NBA basketball. It is all getting underway. And when you think of the NBA and you look at, you know, the schedules, and you look at the teams that figure to be right at the top of their respective conferences, I think Miami's going to be very good this year. I think they made a lot of good moves. Kyle Lowry is going to be really good for that team. You know, if they have a knock, they're a little bit old. But I think they are going to win that division. I think they'll finish ahead of Atlanta. I think when you look at the Central, Milwaukee's clear-cut. In the Atlantic, yeah, I I mean, Brooklyn still should still be there. You know, if Ben Simmons goes back to Philadelphia and gets his act together, maybe that's the team. Northwest, Utah and Denver will fight it out. In the Pacific, the Lakers, to me, are the clear-cut favorite. And in the Southwest, that's going to be an interesting division. Now, I'm not still completely sold on Dallas. I'm really not. You know, they're a playoff team. But I'm not saying that they're a shoe-in to win the division. And then we'll talk about the Kings when the season gets going. It's hard to talk about, you know, what you see in uh, preseason 
and how to evaluate uh, anything. Uh, but you know, I just I'm I'm not sure that the Kings are better than the eight teams that I've been mentioning uh, for the last couple of weeks. But again, if Ben Simmons, you know, gets back with Philadelphia and gets his head on straight, then, you know, maybe, maybe Philadelphia makes that run this year. Maybe they are that team in the Eastern Conference. So if you want to talk about that, how about that Giants game last night against the Dodgers? Uh, Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we will get you uh, right on. Again, uh, no score in the Milwaukee-Atlanta game, that ball game in the top of the third. Giants tonight starting a little bit after uh, 6 o'clock Pacific with a chance to wrap up that series. I'm going to just say the Dodgers find a way to win that and get this thing back to San Francisco. Um, I just, I look at the way these teams have played all year. They very rarely lose two games consecutively. You know, the Dodgers facing an elimination game at home. I, I just think this thing's going back to San Francisco for a game five. And I don't have a dog in the fight here. I hope it does. I would love to see a game five in this series. Two best teams in baseball all year by far. I'd love to see that. I think it would be great. I think it would be great. Uh, That game is now moved to the ninth in Chicago. And the Astros are are three outs away from advancing to take on uh, the Red Sox. So we got a lot of things to talk about, but I need you to uh, participate. If you'd like, hit that hand icon. And again, we'll put you right on. We got the big news, Gruden. We've got the Kyrie Irving story. We've got hockey. And we've got the baseball playoffs. So we got it all coming on right here on Listen App as uh, we continue on with uh, this news. Let's get to Jay. Jay, you're on with Grant Napier on Listen App. How are hey, you, sir? Hey, Grant, excellent. Hey, I, I just I just jumped online and I only have a I only have a couple of minutes. I'm I'm at work, yeah. but I want I definitely wanted to talk to you today after all the all the Gruden stuff and uh, your excellent coverage of um, how everything kind of uh, r- rolled itself out and. You know, as as bad as all of that looks, and and it does look bad, and and in, in no way am uh, am I excusing or brushing off any of this that's happened because it, it looks it, it does look really bad. But at the end of the day, Gruden was communicating with his with his friend, and what what was uh, a private uh, was he meant it to be private, and and again, not excusing it away or anything like that. But having been in Myself in many locker rooms, not professional, but in a lot of locker rooms, and have had a um, a couple of friends over the year that were ex uh, ex NFL players. The the conversations that I heard paled in comparison to what actually happened with that with that conversation that was written in an email. And I would I would um, there's you know not not the not the pseudo racist stuff that I, I like you said i don't even know that that it, there was racist intent there but just the the other issues that were inappropriate um uh i would guess that that, that similar conversations have taken place in locker rooms for the last decade that you know have, have come across it just wasn't in it just wasn't in a written format for someone to go out and scrutinize in the 
uh, in the future. What, what what are your thoughts on that? Well, there's no question. I mean, the stuff that's said within the walls of teams and front offices, yeah, there would uh, every every nobody would be in business. Everybody would be gone. I mean, there's absolutely no question about that. I mean, you know, when you talk about private, I mean, Rachel Nichols thought she was having a private conversation with, uh, I believe, Adam Mendelson, and you know, it ended up not being private, and that turned into just a, a huge. Uh, fiasco. So, you know, I don't know if anything's private anymore, right? I mean, I don't even know. Um, Here's what I do know, Jay, and I said this before you joined us. There's a lot more that's going to be coming out here. And I don't know if there's a lot more on Gruden, but, you know, 650,000 emails that have been, you know, looked at and investigated with the Washington football team. Think about this. 650,000 emails in the NFLPA today uh, is saying that they want all of those emails made public. I don't know what grounds they can do that, but uh, if those emails become public, you know there's going to be some others that are going to fall by the wayside. I don't think there's any question about that. I understand where you're coming from, though. Yes, there's a lot of talk that goes on uh, behind closed doors and front offices that you know would not certainly be suitable for the public and would have great ramifications. There's no doubt about it. Right, exactly. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, we, we've all become cognizant of, you know, um, you know, we call it, you know, let's be PC, you know, and, and to some yep. degree, you know, that, 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 that's good. You know, as a society, we, we probably should, we should be more, we should be more even, even in private, but, you know, you look at things and I'm not a Gruden fan. I, you know, I'm, I'm not a, didn't think he was a, the right choice for the Raiders. You know, all the decisions that they made were, in my mind, kind of questionable. So I'm, I'm not defending Gruden at all. It's more, it's more this, it's more this scenario of what's happened to the man, and 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 a lot of the thro- a lot of the folks throwing criticism his way probably could not uh, withstand the same amount of scrutiny if their life was put under a microscope. And at some at some point, you know, somebody's got to say, okay, you know, yes, this this stuff is inappropriate. Um, but how how are we going to manage this going forward? Because I, I, you're 100 percent right. If you exposed every single email and every single from every single NFL team over the last 10 years, there'd be there'd be very few people left standing. Um, yeah, it's just sad. I don't know if there's there's a good answer or a bad answer. It's just it's just a a funky. Jay, we lost you there, but I really appreciate it. Thank you very much for uh, chiming in. You know, again, I'm not offended by the cursing in John Gruden's emails, but when you use, you know, homophobic slurs and uh, then, you know, let's face it, that that's unacceptable, you know, uh, it, it's, it's unacceptable. And I don't think Roger Goodell looks very good here either, to be honest with you. You know, I, I, I don't think Roger Goodell uh, looks good at all. What's going on with Daniel Snyder? Daniel Snyder's the owner of the Washington football team, right? And like the league special counsel for investigations, according to the Washington Post, said in a conference call with reporters, quote, the culture of the club is very toxic and fell far short of the NFL's values. Based on the material that we have reviewed, we haven't identified anything that needed to be reported to club or league leadership. That's the NFL's Brian McCarthy in his statement. McCarthy said the NFL has released no emails during this process. So, you know, I, I really don't understand that. I really don't. That's why I think this, this story is just the tip of the iceberg. 
That's what I think. And I think when this is all said and done, I think Roger Goodell is not going to be the commissioner of the National Football League anymore. That's what I think. I think his run is going to be done as well. That's just, you know, my my feeling. Um, you know, the NFL has pretty much put themselves now, they are not going to accept anything to do in regards to this type of language, nor, nor should it. But, you know, it's okay for Deshaun Jackson last summer to make uh, anti-Semitic comments, right? That's that's Is that okay now in the National Football League? Because Deshaun Jackson, what happened to him? What happened to him? I mean, are we going to have now all of a sudden, we're going to have to have a manual about what you can say and what you can't say? Deshaun Jackson, nothing. What happened to Carlton Davis of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when he used a very derogatory Asian slur. What happened to him? Nothing. So we're going to have a different set of rules. So if you make a misogynistic, homophobic, that's now out of bounds, but that's okay. You can make anti-Semitic comments. That's fine. You want to make Asian slurs? Go ahead. You won't miss any games. I mean, it's a joke. It's a, it's a it's a joke. And Roger Goodell is the commissioner of a league. You know, I, I don't know how many times I have to tell you this. Or not me tell you this. Go over this. You cannot be selective with your noise, not against hate. As Mitch Album wrote last summer, you cannot be selective with your noise, not against hate. So where where where, where is the NFL with all of this? Is anti-Semitic comments not hate against Jewish people? I mean, really? Do we? Do I even have to have this conversation? Is a is an Asian slur with the G word not derogatory and highly offensible to Asians? The NFL didn't even come out with a statement on Carlton Davis. They did with Deshaun Jackson. But let me ask you something. Did you see anything happen to Deshaun Jackson? I mean, in terms of missing paychecks or not being able to go to work? Seriously. Like, where are we at? You know, and then the league, the league just doesn't make sense to me. The league, after Deshaun Jackson made his anti-Semitic comments, said Deshaun's comments were highly inappropriate, offensive, and divisive, and stand in stark contrast to the NFL's values of respect, equality, and conclusion. But that's okay. You can play on Sunday. No problem. We understand that we really don't want you to say that, but, you know, it's not like you are not going to be allowed to play because, well, all you did was make an anti-Semitic comment. Seriously, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I mean, it really is. I, I just, you know, the NFL, I, the NFL needs new leadership, in my opinion. It needs new leadership. Roger Goodell has lost the confidence, in my opinion, of the public. That's my opinion. 
I think that they have lost the league, the confidence of the public. I mean, how how can you look at it any other way? You just, you know, a coach is just, and I'm not saying John Gruden shouldn't, okay? But I, I what I am saying is, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. You know, I just read you the statement from the NFL, right? Here's the statement that the NFL made on Gruden. The email from John Gruden denigrating Demora Smith is appalling, abhorrent, and wholly contrary to the NFL's values. We condemn this statement and regret any harm that its publication may inflict on Mr. Smith or anyone else. Do you hear the NFL say that about Deshaun Jackson's comments? Did you hear them saying that we did you, did you hear him talk about anything to do with Jewish people? Again, I'm going to read it. Deshaun's comments were highly inappropriate, offensive, and divisive, and stand in stark contrast to the NFL's values of respect, equality, and inclusion. We have been in contact with the team, which is addressing the matter with Deshaun. How about that? Right? Now, Here's the NFL statement a couple of days ago. We condemn the statement and regret any harm that its publication may inflict on Mr. Smith or anyone else. How come that wasn't in the anti-Semitic statements to Sean Jackson of the Philadelphia Eagles then? Well, we're playing favorites. Now we have a different set of rules with you're black or whether you're Jewish, or whether you're gay or whether you're straight or whether you're Asian. The NFL, to me, has lost their way with their commissioner. I've lost a lot of respect for the NFL. I've lost a lot of respect for how they run their business. And now they got another mess on their hands. They got a John Gruden mess, and they have 650,000 emails that the NFLPA wants released. I, I, I don't even know where to go with this. I really don't know where to go with this. John Gruden has no one to blame but himself. He has absolutely no one to look at other than himself in the mirror. John Gruden is in this situation because it was self-inflicted, period. Nothing else to add to that story. Had it just been the one statement and one email about DeMora Smith, he'd still be coaching the Raiders, in my opinion. But these other emails now reported by the New York Times, and John Gruden is done. Why was John Gruden allowed to coach Sunday against the Bears if the NFL knew that these emails existed? They said they sent the the emails to the Raiders. Why did the Raiders allow John Gruden to coach the game on Sunday if they knew, if Mark Davis knew of the emails and the NFL said that they did, why did Mark Davis allow John Gruden to coach the game on Sunday? Why was that allowed? 
And Mark Davis hired John Gruden, but I don't have a problem with that. I was around John Gruden a lot when I was with the Raiders and when I covered the Raiders. And, you know, I'm not saying I was within in meetings and things of that nature, but I never heard any negative talk, especially as it pertained to race from anyone, you know, about John Gruden. But Mark Davis had all of these emails, apparently, and he let John Gruden coach the game on Sunday. Why was that? Why did that happen? That's wrong, is it not? Can you imagine being an employer and knowing these emails exist and you still let your employee go to work? That's bad. Is it not? That's really bad. So what I'd like to know is when is the NFL going to have the same rules for everyone? Unfortunately, they don't. That's a real shame. Let's get to Al. Al, you're on with Grant on Listen App. How are you there, sir? I'm good, Grant. Thanks, as usual, for taking my call. You know, I'll just weigh in. Here's my two cents. You know, I'm 63 years old. I'm, a, I'm an Irish-German, so I guess you can call me white. Um, you know, Gruden, the whole thing, I, I don't, you know, investigation in the team and 11 years back, it's just almost to me, nah, again, I'm speaking from my perspective. So I kind of feel really I don't really have a, a voice in this. But, you know, Gruden offended people. It's a, his uh, language was offensive. You know, unlike your language, and you've already spoken to this, <laughs> it was all lives matter, every single one. Other folks, on the other hand, have done something offensive. That, and you even spoke to this today on No Filter. It makes no sense. Now, for me, I, as a person, again, I, this is my, I probably haven't been, you know, gone through what other folks of color or gender have gone through. So I, I can appreciate that, but I'm usually not going to be offended by a comment or an action unless it's by somebody that I know, like a personal friend or an acquaintance or a family member. But, you know, that's just, again, my perspective, but Gruden was, you know, he, he, he's, he's fired. He's going to, he, he, he's out and was going to be out. And, you know, there's no, there's no dressing it up. I mean, in this day and age, you can't know, he's can't do it. And, and I just, I just, part of me is like, just hear me out. I'm trying to find the words here. And I just, cause again, I feel like I'm 63 year old white male grew up in Hampton, but you've talked to me a lot and I thank you for your calls. Sometimes I think guys are just, it's just rhetoric, you know, it's just, and I'm not condoning anything. Please don't think of it, but it's just rhetoric. You know, maybe you're just being, you know, this guy kind of like banter, you know, that again, I'm not condoning it. But I understand. You know, like I had a brother, my my former brother-in-law. He used to he was he used to use a lot of language that was very very offensive to African Americans. You'd almost think he was a ra- you would think he's a racist and hates black people. Well, he divorced my sister a couple years later. He marries he meets a wonderful black woman, marries her. And you have a son to get, a beautiful son to get. So, you know, I'm just sometimes I, I think it's just guys maybe 
just blowing off steam. Well, you know, you, you, you can call it whatever you want. The reality is that John Gruden lost his uh, he lost the the right and his privilege right. to work in the National Football League with his comments. And it really doesn't matter whether you're blowing off steam or you're just being one of the guys or what have you. The reality yeah. is he did this to himself and it's not it's not defensible. And I'm not I'm not and I know you're not defending it. I know you're right. the example you're trying to make. But we now live in a different world. We live in yes. a different time. And what may have been fine 10 years ago, and by the way, he did make these comments 10 years ago. Maybe yeah. that was fine 10 years ago, but in 2021, it's not fine. <laughs> oh, oh, 100%. I, again, I just was trying to look at it, and for, I've been thinking about this all day. Do I really want to – should I call Grant? Yeah. You know, I've talked to you a lot. I think you're, you're gracious with me. But, you know, I just was trying to think, well, you know, but again, I have no, I got I'm, not, I'm, I'm not minority. I just, again, I use my brother-in-law, another friend, same thing. He, he yep. used, used rhetoric, but just well, as far as the, the situation, I mean, Daniel Snyder thinks he's, he's invincible. Well, look at Donald Sterling. Now, Donald Sterling was recorded, yes. secretly recorded. Now, I'm not condoning his action, no, but he was, he was recorded, Grant. I understand. Hey, listen, I get you. I'm right with you. I'm, I'm, I understand exactly the points you're trying to make. And, and, and here's world. what I'm thinking. You know, I mean, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I apologize. No, go I was, ahead. You finish your statement. I, I, I got to go. Here's my thought with Sterling. You know, I, I, again, here I come from a different, you know, I, I've worked for companies. I've worked for a lot. I've been, I'm a veteran. You know, my base commander, you know, my commanding officer, I've never been in his house. I never been invited over for you know for Christmas. I, I mean, I don't know if I'm going way off base here. A little bit. You're going but, off base. We got to stick to yeah. this. Here's the deal with I, Donald Sterling, and I know the point you're going to make here. Players were not going to play for him anymore. Sponsors were not going to sponsor the yeah. team. And so, whether it was private, whether he didn't know it was being recorded, whatever. Once it comes out, regardless of how you feel about that, yeah. uh, and thank you for the call. Then there's no way, Al, that the NBA is going to allow. I mean, it's just there's just. There's just nothing to be said there. He did it to himself, just like John Gruden uh, did it to himself. So, you know, again, I can't get off on a tangent here. I want to stick to what we know. What we know is John Gruden has self-inflicted wounds here. He has no one to blame but himself. And it really doesn't matter. You know, well, maybe some people do think it matter. Actually, a lot of people do. I've read. I, I'm not one of them. You know, at, at, in 2011, he's, what, 48 years old, right? So he's an adult. So at age 48, as an adult, working with young men, white and black, and making the misogynistic, homophobic comments, and it doesn't really matter whether it's 2011 or 2021, those are unbelievably damaging, hurtful remarks, and he does not deserve to be coaching in the NFL. That's it, in a nutshell. Now... I've been very clear on this. You know, I don't think his comments about the Michelin tires is a comment that was made with racism. I, I may be wrong. Again, I've said that yesterday. I may be wrong. I'm still to this day. And when I mean to this day, I've heard a lot of things. I heard Keyshawn Johnson call John Gruden a fraud. I didn't hear Keyshawn Johnson say anything about race. Right. I mean, if John, if Key, if Keyshawn really thought that, I'm sure he would have come out and said that today. I mean, he called John Gruden a fraud. If you also feel that he's racist, you would have added that in there. 
He didn't. So, but but John's got no one to blame but himself. Got absolutely no one to blame but himself. That's it. Plain and simple. And as I said, this is just the tip of the iceberg. There's a lot more that's going to be coming out as it relates to this story with not only Gruden, but the Washington football team. Hey, appreciate everyone listening. I'm going to do it again tomorrow, same time, 3 o'clock Pacific, and uh, we'll get more into this. Appreciate the phone calls today. Really would love your feedback. So whenever you are on, it's very easy to uh, connect with me, and we can have some banter uh, back and forth. Make it a great day, everybody. Thank you so much for checking me out here. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.